0: Good morning. Back in 1984, the county shut down the Hidden Lane landfill because it didn't have the appropriate permits and because they had found contaminants in the groundwater. And more than 30 years later, there's finally a plan to get it cleaned up. For Monday, May 21st, it's your Loudon Now Morning Minute. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. The Loudoun County Board of Supervisors and the Environmental Protection Agency have both endorsed a plan to protect the residents near the hidden lane landfill from contamination in their well water. Loudoun and the EPA both favor a plan that will extend public water supply lines to that neighborhood. Years ago, the Loudoun County Health Department found evidence of a common degreaser called trichloroethylene, or TCE, in the well water of homes around the former Hidden Lane landfill. It sits between Broad Run Farms and Countryside, north of Route 7. In total, 36 homes were found to have contaminated well water. Those homes were equipped with water filtration. The landfill had operated from 1971 until 1984 when county regulators and courts shut it down because of groundwater contamination and because the county had never approved the landfill. And last week, the County Board of Supervisors voted unanimously to endorse a plan recommended by the EPA to extend public water service to those homes at an estimated cost of $6.7 million and to put in place rules against drawing groundwater there in the future. The EPA was evaluating a few different options for dealing with the site and found that one was, quote, implementable, offers a high degree of public protectiveness, is the most effective and permanent alternative, is preferred by the state, and is believed to be preferred by a majority of impacted residents as well as local officials, end quote. Even though it closed more than 30 years ago, the landfill has a rocky history even up to now. When it was opened, the county government challenged the landfill's owners, Philip Smith and Albert Moran, in court many times. Large fires also erupted at the landfill more than once. In 1989, swirling concerns about the landfill's contamination of groundwater were confirmed when TCE was found above safe levels in the well-water-at-homes and broad-run farms. In 2008, a 150-acre area, including the landfill site, was added to EPA's Superfund list of the nation's most contaminated sites. But despite that, not much changed at Hidden Lane until recently. Last May, an agreement was made in federal court for the landowners to help pay for the cost of the cleanup. The landfill's original owners had since died, Moran in 1987 and Smith in 2008. In both cases, their heirs would not accept responsibility for the landfill until the claims against it were settled and its ownership remained uncertain. In 2012, the Philip Smith estate and the Smith Trust settled with the EPA, making a cash payment to avoid being sued or paying any further costs. In 2015, the estate of Sarah Moran, which is Albert Moran's widow and Moran's beneficiaries, formed Persimmon Lane, a limited liability company which owns the property. The United States Attorney's Office looked into the finances of Persimmon Lane and of Moran's State and found they didn't have the money to pay for the cleanup. So Persimmon Lane reached a settlement with the EPA to help pay for cleaning up the site. Persimmon Lane must try to make money from selling the property for development or from wetlands mitigation credits. It must then pay a portion of the proceeds to the EPA and Virginia to cover cleanup costs. The state and federal government will pay for the cost of cleanup and be reimbursed based on the cost of the land. The comment period on this plan is still open. If you have something to tell the EPA about it, you can see a link to the full plan and where to submit your comments and the story on our website. So go to loudonnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story. In other news, Daryl Davis is more than just an accomplished blues musician. He is working to eliminate racial prejudice one person at a time. He'll be giving his talk called Healing the Divide on his encounters with KKK members at St. Andrew's Presbyterian Church in Percival tomorrow at 7 p.m. To clarify, the talk is at St. Andrew's, not the KKK. He performed a concert at the church last month. This month, he'll be talking about engaging with and helping change the hearts and minds of more than 200 Klan members. Davis's work reaching out to white supremacists started after playing a show at a bar in Frederick, Maryland, when someone said he'd never heard a black man play with the style of Jerry Lee Lewis. Davis pointed out that Lewis learned his music from black men, and the journey began. Because that person was in the KKK, Davis was able to meet and talk with hundreds of other Klan members. St. Andrew's Pastor David Malam said his church especially is encouraging middle and high school students to attend the event and learn more about the civil rights movement and the racial prejudice that continues to exist in schools and communities today. It's free and sponsored by Loudoun Interfaith Bridges, the Tikva Foundation, the Loudoun County Chapter of the NAACP, and the Loudoun County Clergy Group as part of the Loudoun Love Your Neighbor Orange Ribbon Campaign. Davis has played music with Chuck Berry, B.B. King, Bruce Hornsby, and yes, Jerry Lee Lewis. County supervisors have approved plans to build out the last unbuilt section of Lansdowne Town Center, clearing the way for a new Chick-fil-A and a new Starbucks. At a previous meeting, most supervisors expressed approval for the idea except for concerns about traffic in the area. The traffic study that came with the application didn't look at one of the main entrances to the property. Since then, the developer agreed to study that intersection to see if it needs a traffic signal. That study is due within 60 days of completion of the opening of the Belmont Ridge Road Route 7 interchange, which is currently under construction, or six months after an occupancy permit on the property. Once that interchange is finished, traffic into Lansdowne could look a lot different than it does today. Today, if you're driving westbound on Route 7, you had to take a detour to get into that shopping center, but once it's open, one of those ramps will lead almost directly into the center. The developer will also pay the county $30,000 to be used for transportation improvements in the area. This is another example of the county leaving behind its vision of suburban office parks. This parcel was originally zoned for office space only, which is an idea that the county has moved away from as the office market has dried up. The new plans include two drive-through restaurants, which the owners have said would be a new Chick-fil-A and a Starbucks relocating from elsewhere in the town center. The applicant has agreed not to build many storage warehouses or data centers, which would otherwise be allowed under the new zoning. According to a report by county planners, all of the Lansdowne Town Center's approved number of homes and 97% of its retail area have already been built. And two men from Texas have been charged in a robbery in April at the Croson's Deli and Market along Route 50, where a large sum of money was taken from a Croson's employee who had just returned to work from a run to the bank. According to the Loudoun County Sheriff's Office, the robbery was similar to thefts plaguing the Houston, Texas area, which has become known as bank jugging. Suspects stake out bank parking lots and watch for customers who leave with large sums of money. The suspects then try to steal the money from the victim's vehicle when it's left unattended, or they engage in a strong-arm robbery. In this case, the Croson's employee had come from a bank in Annandale before he was assaulted and robbed in the store's parking lot. During the investigation, detectives learned the suspects had traveled from Houston to the D.C. area just before the robbery and headed back to Texas shortly afterward. Rodney T. Wilson, 39 years old, and Roderick J. Glenn, 38, of Houston, have been charged. Both are being held in Texas. Wilson is awaiting extradition to Virginia. Glenn is being held on charges, other charges, in Texas. Get the full story on all these stories over at loudonnow.com. On the Get Out Loudon calendar, the Loudon Quartet is performing the last concert of a series celebrating the 10th anniversary of the Franklin Park Arts Center in Percival this Wednesday. Tickets are $10 a person, so stop by to hear some jazz and classical music at 8 p.m. Get the details on tickets for this event and check out the rest of the event's calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, swing by the Loudon Now office and drop us off some chicken and coffee to tell your friends and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay. Have a great day.